The second thing that spiritual warfare does for us is spiritual warfare requires reinforcements given through prayer and fasting. Look down here at verses two and three. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three, three full weeks. I didn't eat any rich food, no meat or wine entered my body, my mouth, and I didn't put any oil on my body until the three weeks were over. Isn't it powerful how God has aligned our series this year? We go through 40 days of prayer, and all of a sudden we, we start a book, we start the book Daniel, and that Daniel is a man of prayer. So not only throughout the 40 days, we learned, hey God, teach me how to pray. God, why do I pray? What are the ways that we pray? What can we pray for? But now let's look at a man that lived his life in prayer. We saw in Daniel 2 that Daniel prayed to interpret Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Then in Daniel 6, we see where Daniel prayed three times a day. And he was thrown into the lion's den for it. He prayed to understand visions. Last week we saw where Daniel had this amazing prayer of confession in chapter 9. Now we see him right back in prayer again. Daniel knew he served a God who listened to prayers. We find Daniel on his knees once again, pleading in prayer with God. Daniel for three weeks mourned. Mourned in prayer. Not only did he mourn in prayer, but he fasted. He chose not to eat rich food, no meat, no wine would enter his mouth. He also refused to clean himself and anoint himself with oil. We find out once again in verse 12 that God heard his prayer and saw how humble his prayers were. God hears our prayers when they come from a humble heart. He's going to hear them. God heard Daniel's prayer the moment he prayed. The moment that Daniel opened his mouth and started praying to God, God began to answer. He sent the answer immediately. Why? Because Daniel had humbled himself before God. He humbled himself. He knew God was in control, and Daniel knew that he had nowhere else to turn. He knew that prayer was going to make a difference. He knew it. And he began, as soon as he sees this vision, he says, God, reveal to me. God, reveal to me. I've got nowhere else to do, go with this. Quick question. Raise your hand if you think prayer is important. We could all pretty much raise our hand. Prayer is important. Okay, now raise your hand if you think prayer is essential. I would say it's essential, right? We all would. We can't sit here and just think, oh, prayer is important when, when it's good for me. You know, we must realize that prayer is essential. Meaning that things aren't going to happen without prayer. It's like food. I love to eat. You know, and if I don't eat, I don't feel well. Right? Food is important because it, it fills us up. It makes us feel good. It's good to eat. I love to eat. But it's also essential because it keeps us alive. The same thing has to be with prayer. They go hand in hand. You know, we've got to realize that, hey, prayer is important, but it's also essential if I want to live a life that is focused on God. It's essential to do that. Daniel believed prayer was both of these. He was convinced that certain things would not happen if he was not on his knees in humble prayer before God. During this, this time of, of COVID and the pandemic that's going on, we decided to plant a church. <laughs> Crazy, right? We decided to plant a church. And, and throughout this, 
we've experienced something that isn't only on the world here, but we also have experienced spiritual warfare. In our church, we, we experience spiritual warfare. I mean, you can't sit here and, and think, we're going to plant a church and go and not face spiritual warfare, right? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So what we have to do as a church, the way we have to, the way that we're going to grow Grace Point, the way that we're going to see people come to God is that we have to ourselves be on our knees in humble prayer, saying, God, Pastor Charlie can't grow a church on his own. Pastor Chris can't grow a church on his own. People sitting in this room can't grow a church on their own. God, the way that this church is going to grow is when we become humble and we become on our knees in prayer. And we, we're, we're specifically saying, God, we want you to grow this church. God, I can't do this myself. God, I want you to grow this church. And spiritual warfare is there, and we've got to pray against the spiritual warfare. Because trust me, there's nothing that the devil wants to see more than a church fail. He wants to see a church fail. Because what? Less people are coming to know God when churches fail. There's spiritual warfare all involved in it. We've got to be like David, and we've got to humble ourselves and realize, like, or like Daniel, and realize that, that nothing's going to happen without humble prayers. We've got to sit here and go, God, grow your church. That's what my prayer is, and that's what our prayer as a church needs to be. God, get rid of the warfare that's going on in the churches. Get rid of it so that we can see your kingdom grow.